Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. Today, I'm going to geek out a little bit because I'm going to talk to somebody that I actually have never met, but have definitely been a fan of his and his product. And that is Josh Nielsen. He is the visionary behind Zencaster, a company that revolutionized podcasting. As the founder and CEO, he's built it into a rapidly growing all-in-one podcasting platform for creators just like me all around the world. Josh, welcome to the show. Thank you, Lorraine. Really happy to be here. Thanks for having me. It is my pleasure. And I really want to dive into kind of some of the things that you're seeing with podcasting. Obviously, I've been doing this for a long time and it's changed a lot. What are you seeing that's really hot and really breaking through right now? Yeah, I would say one of the biggest changes that we're seeing right now is, you know, some people might call it the TikTokification of podcasting, but um for those reasons and others, people's attention spans are getting shorter. They're more interested in consuming shorter form content. The primary piece of content that people are consuming podcasts now has drifted a lot more in favor of watching clips of your show as opposed to watching the whole show. Now, you have quite a short format, so it's maybe not as relevant for your show. You're already kind of on that page. But, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there that are three hours long or even longer. And who's got time to commit to that? But if you've got that clipped up with audio and video and transcriptions into really bite-sized chunks of really densely valuable information, then put that across all social media. That seems to be the recipe that's really working for the people that are growing and growing fast. I love and hate that because one of the things I always loved about podcasting is I liked the audio version. I liked the fact that I could record in my pajamas, never care about what I was wearing. But the reality is I think people want to see your face and they want to connect. So I love the addition of video. Yeah, 100%. We're, what we're seeing when we survey um, our audience members is one of their top priorities is they want better ways to connect with the host and the people on the show. And that could mean a lot of things like, you know, having Q&A and that. But a big part is just if they can see your face, make eye contact, um, that pulls them even more into the conversation and it helps them feel like they've made a real connection with you in a more meaningful way. And so I agree there's a good place for audio only. And I think, you know, with podcasting, you should probably always, you know, create content that, you know, people may not be looking. They might have you in the pocket and that's okay. But if they do want to have that extra connection, you'll be there as well. So um, it's not a must have, but it certainly is a growth advantage to have the video because if you put a of just an audio file on Twitter, that's not going to convert on nearly as well as if they scroll and they actually see the faces and, and uh, you know, the transcript and the headline of what it's about and all of that. Oh, absolutely. I have migrated and I do both audio and video. And there is something very compelling, as you said, about making eye contact with someone. Any tips if you're going to be slicing up your longer podcast into these little TikTok one minute videos. Any things that people should keep in mind that will make those videos more compelling, more interesting? Yeah. I mean, I think it's less, uh, so much of it is about, I think, just having a good natural conversation, not worried, not being so preoccupied at the beginning about making great clip moments. 
But those those moments just naturally happen, especially if you're talking to somebody and having a good conversation that knows what they're talking about and is authoritative. We have we actually working on some products at Zencaster that have been launched recently to help with the clipping side. And what we do is basically say, let the AI figure that out. We train our AI on you know what's performing well on different platforms, and then we run that across your content, and we can give you. You know, hey, here's the here's a video formatted in a vertical layout, formatted properly for mobile shorts platforms, and here's the things that are going to be most interesting for those people in the right time links for the right platform. It, each one has their own algorithm, their own format, everything, and it can be hard to get that your head wrapped around all that. And so that's why we just say let the let the AI figure that out. Initially, I was concerned about the increase of AI in the podcast space, but I have become a big fan. I think it's a huge time saving when you can let the AI pull some clips. You can still change and edit. I love taking my transcripts and just tossing them over to AI and say, give me a three paragraph summary. I'm still doing the work. It's still my creativity, but AI is helping me spend more time being creative and less time worrying about the little things. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people have been apprehensive because some of the first iterations we saw was like automatically generated podcasts where it's not even a real guest or somebody just like reviewing articles in a robot voice. And people want to connect through podcasting. They're not, they're, they want to, there's a soul to it that they're trying to kind of uh, connect with. And the AI, I'm not, I'm all for not going down that route. I think, but as you mentioned, there's ways you can use the AI to really enhance your own creativity and your ability to connect with your right audience in the right way on the right platforms. And hey, why not? Why not use that? We, we've all got um, a lot of things to do aside from, you know, making the podcast and spending a bunch of time editing it and all that. So I would much rather spend time talking to my guests. I would much rather focus on the conversations and finding creative ways to promote them than worry about the editing. So you've obviously been in the podcast space for a long time with the development of this tool. You guys have been, and as I said, I, I'm a longtime Zencaster user, so I'm a bit of a fan, but what do you see coming next? Where do you see podcast going? Definitely this move to clipping is, or, you know, the consumption being clips is a big part of, you know, what we see in the near to medium term on the podcasting space. Um, I also think, you know, a big thing of what we're working on, well, what we found is most podcasters have some sort of entrepreneurial goal around their podcasts, whether it's to drive leads to their existing business or product or to monetize the audience itself. And it's still very wild west out there as far as getting together all the different pieces of products and platforms you need to for instance, um, you know, if you want to have a backer program and also run ads and, uh, you know, sell merch and all of these things, you know, there's, it hasn't really all formed into one place and you've got to cobble together a bunch of different pieces to make that happen. And so I think really just continuing to streamline what people have already been trying to do for a long time, but just actually truly making it easy and effortless to where you can do what you're really good at as just, you know, talking to people, having that great conversation, pulling out the, the vision and the, and, and the information, and then have the, as much of the rest of that, um, difficult part, uh, automated away. 
And then there'll be a lot more people that are able to engage. There's so many, almost every business owner that you talk to either knows they should have a podcast or wants to have a podcast or has tried to have a podcast. And they've found that it's still very difficult. There's just a lot of barriers to entry still, even with all the tools that are out there and you still have to jump between a bunch of different tools and services. And so I think, you know, further consolidation in the, in the tool sets to just make it so you've got one place that helps you do it all. You can come with your vision, come with your message, come with your guest, and then everything else is handled in a way that just makes it so that really anybody can, uh, can be involved in the space. Awesome. Josh, this has been fabulous. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Of course. I'm really happy to be here. If you've enjoyed Josh's comments, if you're thinking about creating a podcast of your own, there'll be a link to Zencaster in the show notes, and I really encourage you to check it out. And when you are ready to start your podcast, go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use my code, more than a few words, and you'll get 30% off your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experiences I do for all of my podcasting and content needs. It's time to share your story. And if you'd like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out our toolbox. Look for MTFW wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.